Margaret, being the eldest of the four, was sixteen and very pretty, being plump and fair with large eyes, plenty of soft brown hair, a sweet mouth, and white hands of which she was rather vain. Fifteen-year-old Joe was very tall, thin, and brown, and reminded one of a colt, for she never seemed to know what to do with her long limbs, which were very much in her way. She had a decided mouth, a comical nose, and sharp gray eyes, which appeared to see everything and were by turns fierce, funny, or thoughtful. Her long, thick hair was her one beauty, but it was usually bundled into a net to be out of her way. Brown shoulders had Joe, big hands and feet, a flyaway look to her clothes, and the uncomfortable appearance of a girl who was rapidly shooting up into a woman and didn't like it. Elizabeth, or Beth as everyone called her, was a rosy, smooth-haired, bright-eyed girl of thirteen, with a shy manner, a timid voice, and a peaceful expression which was seldom disturbed. Her father called her Little Tranquility, and the name suited her excellently, for she seemed to live in a happy world of her own, only venturing out to meet the few whom she trusted and loved. Amy, though the youngest, was a most important person in her own opinion, at least. A regular snow maiden with blue eyes and yellow hair curling on her shoulders, pale and slender, and always carrying herself like a young lady mindful of her manners. What the characters of the four sisters were, we will leave to be found out. The clock struck six, and having swept up the hearth, Beth put out a pair of slippers down to warm. Somehow, the sight of the old shoes had a good effect upon the girls. Her mother was coming, and every one brightened to welcome her. Meg stopped lecturing and lighted the lamp. Amy got out of the easy chair without being asked, and Joe forgot how tired she was as she sat up to hold the slippers nearer to the blaze. They are quite worn out. Marmy must have a new pair. I thought I'd get her some with my dollar," said Beth. "No, I shall," cried Amy. "I'm the oldest," began Meg, but Joe cut in with a decided. I'm the man of the family now. Papa is away, and I shall provide the slippers. For he told me to take special care of Mother while he was gone. I'll tell you what we'll do, Beth. Let's each get her something for Christmas and not get anything for ourselves. That's like you, dear. What will we get? Exclaimed Joe. Everyone thought soberly for a minute. Then Meg announced, as if the idea was suggested by the sight of her own pretty hands, "I shall give her a nice pair of gloves." Army shoes, best to be had," cried Joe. "Some handkerchiefs, all hemmed," said Beth. "I'll get a little bottle of cologne. She likes it, and it won't cost much, so I'll have some left over to buy my pencils," added Amy. "How will we give the things?" asked Meg. "Put them on the table and bring her in and see her open the bundles. Don't you remember how we used to do it on our birthdays?" answered Joe. I used to be so frightened when it was my turn to sit in the big chair with the crown on and see you all come marching round to give the presents with a kiss. I liked the things and the kisses, but it was dreadful to have you sit looking at me while I opened the bundles," said Beth, who was toasting her face and the bread for tea at the same time. "Let Marmy think we are getting things for ourselves, and then surprise her. We must go shopping tomorrow afternoon, Meg. There is so much to do about the play for Christmas night," said Joe, marching up and down with her hands behind her back and her nose in the air. "I don't mean to act any more after this time. I'm getting too old for such things," observed Meg, who was as much a child as ever about dressing up frolics. You won't stop, I know, as long as you can trail round in a white gown with your hair down and wear gold paper jewelry. 
You're the best actress we've got, and there'll be an end of everything if you quit the boards,' said Joe. "'We ought to rehearse tonight. Come here, Amy, and do the fainting scene, for you were as stiff as a poker in that.'